Welcome to Pride Table, a podcast where we discuss everything queer, from personal journeys and experiences to solving issues and social problems around the queer community. I'm your host, Yoshin Leonard, and I hope you enjoy. Let's get to it. In this episode, we will be going through our panelists' personal stories and how their Pride journey has been and what they're willing to share with us here today. And yeah, but before we get into that, I'll allow them to introduce themselves to you. Delta, I think we can start with you. Hi, so I go by the name Delta. I don't generally share my actual birth name on the internet. My pronouns as of this moment are they, them. Um, I am a second year BA language English major. Uh, My entire goal is to teach abroad as a lot of people do. (laughs) Not gonna lie, I'm kind of nervous. (laughs) I'm all over the place, don't really live anywhere, but for now we'll just say it's Pretoria. (laughs) Hello everybody, I am Jerson. I am currently a final year master's student. Preferred pronoun is he, him. And I also own a business, guys. I, I, I own a graphic t-shirt business. And yeah, and I'm just looking forward to being a part of this podcast because um, there's never any, or n- there's never not any opportunity to learn and connecting with others. So I think this would be a great sort of, you know, platform to do so, especially since mm. it's Pride Month. And yeah, thank you for having me on. Okay, so I'm Daniel Calvert. Um, that's my identity name, and my preferred po- pronouns are she, her. Um, so I'm an education student in the University of Pretoria's Faculty of Education, where I also serve as the transformation officer for the um, house education. So I'm originally from a small rural town in the Free State province called Coffee Fontaine. Very, very Afrikaans. Um, yeah, um, I'm hoping that the po- I'm, I'm thankful that you're having me on the post- podcast and I'm hoping that we are able to reach the goal of the initiative. Thank you. Um, Zulega and um, my pronouns are she, her. I'm a third year BA law student um but my biggest okay doing law is a means to an end i hope to like um um help empower women especially women and girls in the rural areas you don't really have access to legal knowledge and so a lot of the time they don't have the language to like express what they're going through or get Mm. um the legal help that they need to be able to like get out of certain situations and whatnot so that's something that i really 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 aspire to do and then my second goal is, um, yeah, I just really want to be a best-selling novelist. Um, I've been working on an um, African fan- feminist fantasy novel because, um, mm. like, yeah, I <laughs> I drink misogynist tea for breakfast, and like, um, I'm also like sort of like really tired of yeah African stories being like invisible in literature. Mm. Yeah, so like that's something that I'm aiming to do. It's yeah, the book just um, carries out a conversation around rape culture, and also just like is an African consciousness type thing. So yeah, that's it about me. Thank you guys so much for making your time actually for taking your time out to actually be here. Um, we have one more member who could not join us right now, but he will be on other podcasts as well. Um, because this is not just going to be a one-time thing. 
my name is Yoazad. Um, that's my digital name, but my in real human life form name, my mother father given name is um Yoshin. And it's it's quite easy to pronounce just Y and Ocean and then you got Yoshin. And yeah, I am actually a graduate from from Heidelberg College um of higher education in the um Western Cape and I actually did my degree in theology. I served as a pastor for an intern pastor for 1 year and then I stopped doing that and I'm now searching for other things to do um because basically my queer identity sort of came out and I felt the need to live a life true to myself and do both. I feel like the queer community has not had someone who's ministered to them to their needs every time um religion is involved in the queer community it's more a fix up thing and me as being someone who is part of the religious system who is still sort of part of the religious system but not formally employed i see the need to minister to my people my queer people i see the need to counsel them i see the need that they have voices that need to be heard they also want to explore their spiritual religious identities without the shame of being judged or the guilt and everything So really that's one of the other things that I aim at doing with this podcast is really just to not minister to you guys but minister to the people who are listening to this to basically say that there are people who care about you there are people who listen there are people who understand and if you're not going to get it from them from the church buildings from the council centers from your communities you're going to get it from this podcast so thank you guys and at this moment you guys are all really just what what do they call it not some licensed counselors but by using your voice to share what happened with you and share your advice you are a counsel source to someone so congratulations for that and yeah so let's get to it so today we have three sort of topics that we want to get into in this podcast and really I'm going to just start with your pride journey so tell me how it's been what has been your experience you know um whatever you feel free to share about your pride journey you know not necessarily focusing on your coming out experience but everything after that everything after you accepted your identity everything after or while you're still forming your identity i will start with mine then so basically my pride journey i've i've known that i've had queer attraction for some time in my life i think it's been about 11 years now that i've known that but it was a very sheltered sort of the sheltered sort of vibe because I lived a sort of religious life and when you conform to religion when you are um when religion is your core of who you are it's very difficult to break away from that and you feel sort of shamed so my pride journey has been full of sort of shame and everything but I've I've learned to understand that you know it was a protection mechanism I didn't know how people were going to respond or what was going to happen but after coming out I can say that the one thing I'm truly grateful for in my pride journey is basically choosing me at the end of the day not losing anything but choosing me you know i didn't mind losing my you know work or my source of income i didn't mind losing anything of that nature or i didn't mind losing friends or family members with the whole coming out thing but i did it and i was grateful at the end of the day because i prioritized myself and i think that's the whole thing for me what my pride journey was about is that life is too short not to live who your life is who you want to be or who you are for that matter 
and it's just been really interesting sort of exploring me as a person this past year and sort of finding out that I'm a really sort of liberal minded person open minded to a lot of things but I have one philosophy and it 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 sort of applies to my life philosophy but my pride philosophy as well do whatever the hell you want in life go climb mountains run watch movies until your eyes fall out but don't hurt anyone in the process don't harm anyone in the process and that's literally been my journey is that my individual sexual orientation or sexual identity does not harm anyone else it might bring discomfort or it might bring this sort of idea of pain or hurts to people that you know assumed that i was straight sort of thing it might bring that but those things will heal over time but i will not we should not allow ourselves to be hurt to the extent of allowing that to sort of block out who we are because the reality is the more we block who we are the more self harm we do to ourselves and the results are you know it's really just ugly situations we get us into but that has been my pride journey it's been an optimistic one it's been good so far and yeah let's go to zoleka if you don't mind sharing your pride journey with us okay sure um i've always been someone who um questions everything so like i don't believe in things just because i'm told so um like i remember when i was in primary school and i once went to church and there was a misogynistic sermon i never went back there ever again um i went to a different church even though my dad is like relatively conservative so like i never really had much of that small internal conflict and shame and guilt type thing cuz i've always been someone who does what they want um just a rebel um yeah <laughs> so like um yeah um yeah so i guess maybe it's because of the fact that um well my mom's best friend when i was growing up she was a transgender woman and you know many people used to find it strange but then for me like I she identified as a woman. I didn't find it strange. I considered her my auntie and like when people say that it confuses children that's a lie because it was really what what confused me was how you know people around us responded to her identifying as a trans woman. And so like um yeah I didn't I don't know I've just always been like open minded and I'm not one who like likes to conform to society and everything. So I guess maybe my journey was relatively easy because even when people were saying that God hates gays and what not in my head I'm just like that doesn't make any sense I don't believe God is arbitrary so I did the research and I found that it's not the case mm-hmm. it's a lot of mistranslation and a lot of politics and you know and so um but I will admit to the fact that it was a bit hard coming to terms with it myself because it's one thing being an ally and one thing realizing that you're part of the community too. So, um yeah, I yeah, I had some like, oh no, maybe this is a phase, but it turns out being straight was my phase and but then like it really wasn't a big deal. And like, yeah, my friends are generally also open-minded people, they are debaters, they do humanities and what not. And so like I always sort of had a safe space to like have a really safe journey type thing. and yeah um yeah ever since i like completely accepted the fact that i'm not straight 
um, when I was around 16 since then it's just been well screw everyone I'm just gonna do what makes me happy I'm not harming your life and so like I don't see why my life affects you or anything and so yeah now I'm just like super 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 gay um, <laughs> yeah like very gay and like yeah so that's um, yeah that's been my journey for me and Ah, I did forget to mention that I'm Zimbabwean and my country is conservative. But like I said, I don't give a shit about what society says. So like, yeah, I I wouldn't say that my journey has been like rather complicated. Awesome. No, I'm I'm so happy to hear that. Um, One thing, you know, that I think you said that's really profound, you know, it's one thing to be an ally, but it's one thing to like accept that you're a part of it. So, you know, to someone who's listening to this now, I think they can also... Um, relates to that you know they can relate to that sort of thing of um, I mean I've always shown support to the queer community but now that I'm questioning um, what's happening with me and, and my what I'm attracted to or what you know I sort of want to be attracted to or anything it's that thing that it seems that you've revealed to us that queer individuals do go through that identity phase where it's like they question hectically and that doesn't mean they're you know confused or they don't know what they want but just that they're trying to find themselves in every in everything and that's okay like that you're entitled to that the whole thing about self-identity or finding your own identity is to navigate through all of that confusion because the reality is is that even straight people or straight you know straight thinkers or you know straight people is the correct term to use um when they're finding out their own identity not only with sexuality but with other things what they want to be like you know i think we can all relate to it when we think about what we want to be when we grow up as kids to navigate through all that chaos to find identity it was it was a nightmare so the same thing through this it's like even though it's something that we're born with it's something that we some of us find along the way it's something that we grow to become more involved with um it involves that self-navigation and it's not the easiest journey for anyone but if it is easy for you you know well done sort of thing you you've you've accomplished an identity sort of um finding your identity in the midst of chaos quickly which is a good thing but no thank you for sharing that and thank you for telling us a bit about your journey um let's go to delta delta let's talk about your pride journey yeah so um my my journey was with sexuality and identity and gender and all that has been very confusing um i only came out when i was 15 which sounds young in like the terms of South African, but if we think about it in terms of international and when you go to America, people generally find out like 13, 14. I remember thinking, okay, so I was born uh, female. I am female, but I identify as they. Um, I remember thinking when I was 15, why I had never had a boyfriend up until that point, thinking that maybe there was something wrong with me, and it it, it, it centered a lot around self-confidence. I thought maybe I wasn't pretty enough, hmm. but any time I came to even thinking maybe I should try to date someone, it just 
it kind of shut down and I said no. <laughs> um eventually I <laughs> I I I kind of had a thing for one of my best friends and for the longest time I thought it was just because I genuinely loved her as my best friend. But when I started feeling an absolute teasing hatred for her boyfriend, I kind of realized no hang on there's something else going on here and I was mm. terrified because all I could think was from my parents and I think. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I a lot of it I never really cared what the world thought about me. Like I couldn't care less about everyone who tells me that I'm weird or that I listen to weird things or do weird stuff. It was always the approval of my parents that I was afraid. Hmm. Um eventually I came to terms with my sexuality. At first I thought I was bisexual, excuse me. Uh I was wrong. <laughs> Very gay. <laughs> <laughs> And then I ended up dating a girl. It was long distance. uh for 3 years um and then she dumped me imagine um and oh. then I came to my mom just before she dumped me it was it was traumatic but for like a solid two and a half years I had been dating this person in secret because I was just too scared sure. to tell my mom yeah. uh these days though um I'm out to pretty much everyone If someone doesn't know and they ask me, I'm pretty straightforward about it. Like I, I it's not a secret anymore kind of thing, but if you don't mm-hmm. know then you don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, but like I've had a ma- like a mantra my entire life that my mom taught me. And it's kind of held me through everything that I've been through, and it's the words keep on keeping on. Hmm. You just you just got to keep going until you're ready. until you're ready to carry on if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Things are things are pretty good now in that respect, but they weren't before. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks. No, thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing that. And you know, you know when when I I resonate with what you said when you said like, you know, it's the fear of, like coming out to your loved ones, you know, to your parents, what are they going to say about this and everything? And You know that fear it's it's almost crippling in that sense of um you don't know what to do. And I think it just points back to that um the messed upness of society that um what they've done to the queer nature in society that they've robbed us of feeling comfortable with our loved ones. You know to actually come out to our loved ones because they've robbed the queer nature to be an accepted thing in society so you know it's that thing of many people live in fear of telling their loved ones because of their loved ones conservative nature or not knowing how they'll react i i remember that was me as well when i had to come out and it was that thing of like but what am i going to do what are they going to think about me am i going to be kicked out of home and everything thank, thank god i wasn't um mm-hmm. my family has been super supportive in fact every single person and you know i really just thank god for this but every single person i came out to has not like shown heavy hate or resentment i've got elements of discomfort from people which we'll get to later in the discussion about um uh coming out but everyone else has really just been so supportive in that sense as well so it's quite interesting dealing with that 
that crushing fear dealing with that you know that agony that you also went through you know the difficult time but like you said um what does it keep going or keep what <laughs> keep on keeping the, the mantra keep on keeping on sorry about that but yes keep on keeping on that's the main thing and to whoever's listening to that i don't think delta minds if you take you know her mom's mantra and run with it keep on keeping on you know just push through it um strategize what you're going to do how you're going to tell people just keep on keeping on i i really love that that's really something positive to focus on and i think it just applies to anyone's life journey experience so thank you for thank you for sharing that and we're also happy that you've managed to also work your way through it next i'll ask um jason if you want to share your pride journey with us yeah awesome um so my journey has been if i can sum it up in one word is just simply existing you know um and i'll just elaborate on what i mean by that i just feel like you know as growing up um it was more so it wasn't something that i was necessarily aware of it was all something that was particularly a big deal to me it was more so how people around me would react and um how people questions that people would ask about me behind my back or people would ask me straight to my face or how people would just react to me in general um that's when i kind of realized okay i think i'm different but for me and i i this is just my sort of perspective on life i just feel like we're all human beings regardless of sexuality gender color all these sort of you know um all these personal parts of ourselves that make ourselves i feel like none of it really it doesn't really matter to me you know in a sense but unfortunately we live in a world where you know things are categorized and we're put in a box so i think for me like just hearing questions like oh is he gay or why do you act like a girl or why are your friends like females or why you know for me in my head like am i doing something wrong that's what i would always tell myself and when i get something wrong because you know i just naturally connect to you know people just naturally connect to whoever and for me it was females right so i think for me also it was a thing of whenever you exist outside of the norm i think that just alarms people so it can make your experience a lot it can be very difficult and for me it has been difficult you know till this day i have to like sort of you know suppress that side of myself because i live i my i come from an incredibly conservative african family where you know certain things especially like queerness um are not accepted um so you can only imagine you know where when you come from a family that has such heavy beliefs and you're there with your pro queerness how that how daunting and how isolating that could feel but overall like today i'm super super happy i'm comfortable with who i am it was a very very long journey i had to battle a lot of self hatred just because mm-hmm. of what i've conditioned that that just because of what what's been conditioned around me and what you know society says isn't okay i mean that's why for me when you hear stories about queer people feeling so isolated and you know you hear these 
traumatic stories about people, you know, going through horrific things because of their identity, you know, it's it, it resonates with me because I can understand, you know, um, in a lot of um, societies around the world, you know, simply being who you are isn't accepted and it's just it's really really hurtful that's why i i hope my experience can can you know provide some comfort to someone who might be going through the same thing because i totally get people who who feel like i have to suppress myself to protect myself if that makes sense and that just that just goes to show you um like honestly just just if you feel if you're not comfortable coming out don't come out because honestly sometimes dealing with the backlash and that negative energy can really i don't even know it's so draining but yeah i just hope that you know my experience with like with <laughs> my queerness could help for my journey that's all i have to say no thanks 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 for sharing that um i'm not sure it, it cuts a bit at the beginning for me but i got like the gist and it came in um and you know like one of the things that i think you mentioned that i heard towards the end is suppression for protection sort of thing and i think that's very important as well that you know don't put yourself in an unnecessary uncomfortable zone if you're not ready you know i say this to a lot of people as well it's like if you want to share something with someone but you're afraid of how they're going to react to it rather wait until you're in a safe space or until you have your safe zone where you can retreat to and i think for the young listeners that are listening to this and that are questioning who you know questioning in that sort of self identity discovery phase and everything if you feel that your home is not going to be a safe haven for you to be when you come out as difficult as the whole suppression thing is it might save you a lot more hurts as well but obviously this is to each their own you know you've all got to make your individual choices about when you want to come out and who you want to come out to telling the right people will always help you cuz you'll get the right support you'll immediately know when you've told the wrong person because they try and fix you immediately it's that sort of thing and that's where the religious sort of thought comes in on this where people say oh no we don't do that we're christians or no we can't be like that um god doesn't like that or the bible says this sort of thing um immediately they try to fix you instead of listening to where you come from and understanding what you, what you go through because i think fundamentally what people forget is it it boils down to what you love at the end of the day what you can develop a relationship with and it's that thing of or who what or who you can develop a relationship with who rather and it's that thing of the christian community tends to forget that when you come to the table and you say that this is the person i love they want to look at the nitty gritty of their own personal interpretation of something instead of seeing that you have a genuine love interest for this person and that might be the one person who keeps you sane who understands you as a person and everything so it's really crazy you know understanding the whole suppression for protection thing but coming out to the right people at the right time is important 
and choosing your battles wisely choosing when to tell the people who will be against you wisely is an important thing as well so thank you so much for sharing your um pride journey with us and your journey that's still continuing so we thank you for that and yeah jamio let's go to your pride story okay so so um growing up for me i believe that i i never had to leave the closet or anything like that because when i grew up um i believe that i already i already knew somewhat that i that i'm that i'm 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 affected or or interested in the same in same gender relationships however at the time i didn't realize what my preferred gender identity would be um in the sense that even in community when i was in community with friends they used to call me all the sorts of names at home i believe that at home they also knew because my mom used to dress me in in female clothing and stuff um well that was the strange part because even though she dressed me in female clothing as a child um the day that i decided okay so um i'm going to tell this lady now that lady um so i i have feelings for boys and i'm dating with this other boy um that was the day when she said there's no child of mine it will be a, okay. a a girl but born a boy and then i was like but you if if anything you might even have had something to it which is not true uh, of course but i just wanted to understand that even a self might have wished for a, uh, that i be a, a girl child um strangely when i told my dad which is in some scenarios you would expect the father to be the person not understanding of the entire situation when i told my dad that i'm identifying as homosexual and uh, in a relationship with the same gender person he was he was so warm and accepting of that and mm. was so supportive in all of that but um uh, some few years down the line okay my dad is late now but some few years down the line i think 2 or 3 years after i came out to him um then he came out to me telling me that he's now in a relationship with a same gender person and then that's when i started asking myself was this now triggered by my outcoming to him or my coming out to him rather or what happened but then i realized mm-hmm. that perhaps he was just um hiding himself closeting himself and then i also understood that perhaps perhaps he was more understanding because he's not from such a strict cultural background as is my mom um or as was my mom at the time um honestly speaking as to this date my mom has never really came to terms with my sexuality and my gender identity um mm-hmm. to her it's always been like i gave birth to a boy child and now there's a female person coming up in front of me every now and again and um there are times where she would still be very much loud and be yelling at me for my sexuality and my gender identity and my preferred pronouns and such um but honestly speaking w- one thing that i've told myself and told her of course is that i'm not willing to refuse myself to be myself and to live according to the wishes of someone else same went with society the moment that i showed society that i do not i do not what they what they say about my sexuality or what they want my, me to identify as doesn't really matter to me what matters to me is me accepting myself because the first step was me accepting myself um how did i have to how did i get to having to accept myself is that i was in relationship with this um girl 
girl child at some stage in my life i think i was like in grade four although i already knew um that i'm attracted to two boys i i think that it was just that fright that i don't want to come out or i don't want to do this what are people gonna say and things like that but indeed there was this one day where this girl and i um met and then we had to kiss and then i ran away and never went back to her and then the following day mm. when we got to school um Okay, we were both going to write the maths test okay it was a great four maths test but maths test but still it wasn't it was a maths test i told the okay um um person i called the name of course um i think me and you we're not going to work for um reasons that i'm not at this stage going to disclose to you and later on the same day i went to this other boy that i've always been attracted to and told him dude i like seriously like you and then oh, that's the day when i told myself like um I'm not going to I don't worry how's he going to react to it but I'm going to start expressing myself today by accepting myself mm. and by accepting myself I'm going to express myself strangely he didn't react very very weirdly towards it or aggressively towards it he he, he reacted and said that he know already knows that I'm attracted to him he knows that um I'm attracted to boys in that sense and he doesn't have a problem with that but it's just that he is not of the alphabet community and i accepted that totally but i could safely say that um if i had not stood up for myself and put myself first then most probably i would have been depressed like so many other people but yeah um that's all that i'm willing to share at this point wow no thank you thank you that is such a interesting life um uh, yeah. pride journey you know Um you know one thing that resonates with me is that this all happened when you were in grade 4 which I'm assuming is 12 is it 12 years old grade no what is grade 4 I think actually it actually wasn't even 12 um because when I left school I was 13 Yes 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 sorry 12 is grade 7 so it's probably about 8 9 right so if I'm not mistaken around that age or 10 so somewhere there somewhere like, around Um yeah but wow like what a what a what a journey you know that has been and you know I think your journey has really been one where we ex- where we investigate it fully or not investigate it but look at it fully from childhood and everything and you know someone yeah. as young as yourself taking that confident step to say listen we're not going to work out and then going later to the to the guy and you know admitting your feelings to him at that young age yeah. it's that thing and you know it's something you know not cuz i'm always i'm i've always been that type of person call me old school but i don't believe kids should be in relationships they should be focusing on books but that's elsewhere um but the fact that the confidence came through and your identity was actualized through that moment you know i'm super proud of you for that and forgive me for using the like for personalizing it and saying that i am proud of you but it's that thing that you are who you are because of the actions you took in childhood and i think that's absolutely amazing and i think the others do agree with me so thank you for sharing you know your journey it's it's really an interesting one and you know the things you you've had to go through and everything and you know i find it so interesting um the dynamic of the parent relationship you had with your whole experience and everything and you know i hope with time things do come right but you know regardless you do have people who support you you have people who had your back you have people who have your back and i think that's the main thing as well is embracing who you are 
and focusing and clinging to those people as well. So thank you so much, Jamie, for sharing your your pride journey. Um, all right. No, thanks, guys. That's that's really good. I really enjoyed hearing more. And I feel like for me personally, I feel much closer to you guys now knowing where you come from. Some of us were allies turned, um, you know, sort of, I, I don't want to make it sound like we became vampires, but maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but we we were allies and then we became, you know, part of the community. Some of us were um, questioning, a lot of us were questioning, you know, testing the waters here and there. And we stabilized into the community. Some of us are still sort of, um, not still sort of finding our footing, but are still in that phase of, learning how to accept we are and choosing who we publicize to our, our sexuality to who we choose to publicize it to um no thanks guys i really enjoyed that and thank you guys for you know taking this opportunity to share your story with us and i think so many people are going to benefit from this so that has been part one of the pride table podcast and in part two, we're going to be exploring the panelists' coming out story and really we're going to focus on how they felt and what they went through. And that will be ex explored in the next episode. So please keep your eyes and ears open out for that and we will see you in the next one. Thank you guys um, for the support, for listening to this. And if you would like your story shared here or questions or whatever you would like, please don't hesitate to contact me on the YouTube channel or on the um, Discord uh, channel, or you can tweet at me um, at Yozard Gaming. And yeah, uh, we will see you guys in the next one. <laughs>